Hello, and welcome to the Basement Movie Room Podcast. I'm Chad. I'm Jared. Wicker Man. The Wicker Man, I guess. And to be honest, ultimately, I didn't hate this movie. I, I've i never seen the original. The 73, I think it was, original. I've never seen it. But uh, I actually enjoyed this movie for what it was. I mean, Nick Cage is Nick Cage in it. And uh, I thought it was pretty good. What did you think? Yeah, I, I'm in the same boat with you. I, I thought it was pretty good. A couple of uh, weird editing issues. Yeah. Uh, that didn't make a lot of sense. Uh, some of the dialogue was a little weird at times, but I think that's supposed to be like that. Um, but overall, I enjoyed it. Yeah. And, and I, I think, you know, you heard me mention multiple times throughout the movie that I'd seen Midsummer, which is a, the Ari Aster follow-up to Hereditary. And this movie reminds me so much of Midsummer. Midsummer is a much better movie. I mean, this movie, while I enjoyed it, I'm not going to give it a high rating. It's got its problems. It's got editing problems. It's got story problems. It's got a lot of problems. But ultimately, I found it entertaining. Midsummer is a much better movie. But it touches on a lot of the same themes. There's things in the movie, like that that pole with yeah. the ribbons on it that I pointed out. A lot out. of the same structure. Very much huh. Midsummer-like. And I guess it's because Midsummer is kind of about a cultish society, and this is about a cultish society. But, I mean, essentially the movie goes down. Nick Cage gets a letter from an ex-fiancé of his that her daughter has disappeared on this weird island that she lives on called Summer's Isle, which is off the coast of Washington State. He's a California police officer. The first of the movie, he's involved in some car accidents, which that really never got resolved what happened to that car accident. That's, there's nothing that gets resolved. I'm sorry, that's a little bit of a spoiler, but essentially at the first of the movie, he's a motorcycle cop. He's at a, uh, some diner for some reason and buying some self-help book. Aaron Eckhart has a role, non-speaking, very, very nothing brief. role, very <laughs> brief, as a truck driver. Yeah. I was like, is that Aaron Eckhart? Yeah. And you were like, I think, I think it, so. I think so. And then in the credits, <laughs> there he was. You noticed the credits. I didn't even yeah. pay attention. But I was like, Super weird. Maybe that was towards, I mean, was that before, like, Aaron Brockovich? I, I don't remember when Aaron Brockovich was. But so hey, this was in 06? 06, and I'm pretty sure Brockovich, Brockovich was right was, around that same area, right? I think Brockovich was first. Even before this. So yeah, Eckhart had had big roles, but maybe his role was... My guess is he's supposed to be the truck driver. And then That would that, be my guess. And it probably got yeah. cut, because, okay. I mean, that whole... B scene where he's not the bees. The big scene that everybody talks about from this is not in the version we watched. Yeah, yeah. And we so were like, "Where is that?" That was not the director's cut. Yeah, I mean, clearly there's a director's yeah. cut somewhere, and I don't think it's any better. Any better, probably. But the not the bees scene was not in the version we watched, which is just a standard version on Amazon Prime that I paid four dollars for. I don't feel like I wasted four dollars. No. I mean, I'm okay with paying four dollars for this. I've done worse at Blockbuster back in the day, for sure. I think it helps that we went into this movie not expecting much. Low expectations. Yeah. So Low expectations certainly helped us see this movie in a different light. And I think that both of us had not seen the original 1973 right. Wicker Man. Which, it might be a good idea to go back. Yeah, I think we and probably almost have to. We'll review 73 <laughs> Wicker Man and then say how shit this was, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But, yeah, so ultimately Nick Cage goes to this island. He bribes his way onto the island, which was a great joke we were having between each other, with a couple of grants. We couldn't understand who carries around $50 bills, for one thing. So, of course, we said, 
How about a couple of Washingtons, my friend? So, yeah, <laughs> crisp Washingtons, maybe some metal Washingtons, or some uh, Lincolns, perhaps, you know, so it, 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 it's a fun movie to watch, honestly, if you're going to joke around about it. Yeah. And it, honestly, it kept my attention. Yeah. It followed somewhat of a plot. I mean, the, the plot was not maybe the best plot in the world. But yeah, I mean, it, it did keep you interested. And then, and the mystery was there. I mean, I, I couldn't figure out. No, there's, there's, you're not supposed to figure what was this going out. on, no. which was good because a lot of movies, you can kind of figure stuff out on your own. But this was, yeah, this is one that kind of kept you, kept you guessing. It certainly kept you guessing. And then the ending is completely different than what I expected. Yeah. To be honest, I mean, maybe I should have seen it coming because I've seen Midsummer, <laughs> but. uh it is really odd. I mean, you haven't seen Midsummer, but yeah. it is really odd, the similarities. There's a bear suit in Midsummer. There's, like, Harvest Festival. There's a May Queen in Midsummer, And this takes place in May. So, I mean, it's really, really crazy. And again, Midsummer, much better movie. This enjoyable. Midsummer is a, is, is like, to me, it was a, a an awards media middling awards movie in my opinion mm -hmm. and hereditary did you ever see hereditary by yeah. ari aster hereditary i actually like midsummer better than hereditary which is like heresy to a lot of people but uh hereditary was not my bag so but yeah you should you should watch both of those to be yeah. honest ari aster is like a modern you know i'm getting yeah. off topic but <laughs> anyway the wicker man just reminded me so much of midsummer i can't help but talk about it and and maybe it's because i've seen midsummer and i'm used to this type of story but I honestly think the Wicker Man, the 2006 Wicker Man, deserves a look yeah. from people. I mean, because I put it off so long because I've heard how bad it is. And honestly, it's it's not a great movie. But I sat here and had a lot of fun watching with you, to be oh, honest. Yeah, that was we were joking. <laughs> I mean, but overall, I mean, the jokes just came oh my, in. Oh my because God. we like joking around with Nick Cage. Oh, movies. my God. Him punching women. He punches the hell it was so, it was out of at least, what was it? <laughs> yeah. At least three women, right? Yeah. It's three. Oh, yeah. yeah. And just, it's so funny. Yeah, I mean, I the first one, oh, yeah. The first one was, yeah. That was, that got me. And you don't even like this lady in the movie either. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, that's it. And you know, I don't condone hitting women, obviously. No, no, but no. this is a movie, Absolutely and it's not. so funny. I mean, we both just cracked up. <laughs> we could not stop laughing when he hit when he hit the first woman. Oh, it, it's so funny. It's it's honestly yeah. worth watching an hour and twenty minutes of this movie just to get to that point. Yeah, it's somewhere around the hour and twenty mark, <laughs> hour and twenty five mark that he just hauls off and punches this lady, oh, and then that's when he, he brings got, out. That's the, when he got going. Yeah, he brings that's out the kicks. Yeah. I mean, he may have kicked three or four more oh, women yeah. in that pile at one point. Yeah, yeah, right he, after he punched the bear lady. He punched bear lady, and then he, he kicked punched and kicked like, Lily yeah. Sobieski, right who, yeah. you know, has disappeared at this point in movies. I read an article on that. I told you about that. But, yeah, the cast of the movie, decent. I didn't think anybody was bad in it. I mean, yeah. everybody played crazy. Ellen Burstyn, always good. And I, I, I couldn't, I can't remember if this is before or after Requiem for a Dream, in which she may have won an Oscar for that one. But she was... She was, honestly, she was just there, in my opinion. There was nothing, nothing special. She was just kind of like this big wig on yeah. this island who... But Her conversations with, with uh, 
cage. Yeah. And they're, they're, we're good. They're unhinged. Nothing crazy. I mean, yeah. looking from the outside, all these people on this island are unhinged. Yeah. They're, just, they're it's crazy. A, it's a cult. They, it's a cult. Yeah. yeah. It's a cult island. And and ultimately, you find out that Nicholas Cage got invited to this island on purpose. They started, like, years before to get him to this island to, like, kill him for their harvest, I guess? Because that's not perfectly explained, to be honest. Because yeah. they're like, oh, we've had bad harvest in the past. But then they burn him... It's just a, at the end. I think it's, it's very just weird. A tradition, yeah, because <laughs> the ending. And then obviously. at the end, yeah. you get James Franco <laughs> and Jason Ritter, two <laughs> actors who were Spider Man was before Spider-Man this, right? Was before, yeah. I mean, Franco was Years in Spider Man. It's like two thousand one, right? Yeah. yeah. Spider Man was before this, so Franco is just randomly at the end of this movie. Yeah. Jason Ritter, who is John Ritter's son, and who's a great actor, he doesn't. You don't see him in a lot of stuff. He's been in some TV shows, but he's recognizable. Both there at the end, and then Lily Sobieski and the fiancé of Nick Cage from earlier looking a lot younger, although she looks a lot younger than Nick Cage throughout the whole movie. It was kind of, eh, Nick Cage in an unbelievable relationship has never happened before, right? There's not, you know, next with Jessica Biel or anything. So, yeah, but Nick Cage does go full Nick Cage. It takes a while to get there. I mean, we were waiting for it. was that a flashback? <laughs> or was that moving forward? Because they looked No, so that had to be moving forward because Lily Sobieski looked oh, yeah, exactly was, the yeah, same. She, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. And, and yeah, so no, it was definitely a flashback. I was just wondering. You but just and James Franco was like, oh, I just graduated from the police academy. So apparently cops, yeah. they want cops because Nick Cage is a highway patrol officer in California. And the funny part is he goes up there flashing his badge around like it means anything. He's a <laughs> California police officer. Yeah, he's not even a a detective. Yeah, and he's, he's he's haunted by this this car accident that he was in the first. But again, that never really gets explained. It's like was I think were they trying to escape the island? I don't know because, because that car was unregistered. Yeah, it's unregistered. Maybe, but yeah. how would he end ended up? And then it just the car accident stuff probably should could have just been cut. Yeah. But then I guess they needed him to be emotionally unstable. They, so, they had to keep showing that one girl get hit by a truck. They did. The they like that. He's on a he's on a ferry and a truck. He he imagines a truck driving across the deck of the ferry and killing a girl. Yeah, it's, it happens multiple times. Yeah. but ultimately, I think the the movie was okay. I yeah. mean, it's not it's not perfect, but I think it's worth a watch. I don't think you know. I I'm not going to give it like four stars or anything. I think it's a I think it's a three star movie. I think it's dead middle. It's a middling movie, but. Yeah. I enjoyed it for the Nick Cage because Nick Cage is always good. Nick Cage on coke. Nick Cage on no cocaine. coke on it. No, movie. no cocaine. He was yeah. taking pills, but I assume those yeah. are downers, yeah. which we don't want Nick Cage on downers. No. We want him on cocaine. <laughs> That's why Mandy is the best of the Cage trilogy yes, that we did. Absolutely. Mandy, Color of Space is probably right around the same of this one. Maybe a little bit better than this one. I don't know. It's, but this one, okay, it's not good. But it's enjoyable to watch. Yes. That's the way I'm saying. It's not a good movie. It's not made particularly well. It's it's passable. Especially, is what it is. especially going in, not seeing the first one. Yeah, yeah. We have no we clue have, how we the first no one clue is. how this is. Just yeah. you know, we know it, it is. It's a remake yeah. of uh, a movie that's pretty well regarded in horror. Yeah. I think. So. I even saw a guy the other day that said Wicker Man is his favorite movie. Yeah. And I'm like, oh. not the 2006 one. The 73. Not the bees. Yeah. <laughs> not the bees. But yeah. Yeah, I wonder, wonder where that... Uh, that has been. Scene. It's yeah. in the trailer. I yeah. mean, it was in every trailer for this because movie. Because that part where they had him 
Yeah, he was all bag, messed up. And yeah. he was he was yelling. His, yeah, his oh eyes, my legs! Yeah, his leg. And, <laughs> yeah, and, yeah uh, and his eye was swollen. But they didn't so show anything. I assume they must have cut something they from must, a rating or they something. Must have. Because I don't know what this is rated. I assume it's probably PG-13 ultimately because yeah. it's nothing too bad in the movie. Yeah. So I guess he does drop an F-bomb towards the end there. Excuse me. And he punches women. Yeah, but that's just fun. <laughs> that was, it was so funny. Oh, it was just out, so of, funny. out of nowhere. It was great. Yeah. but So, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm going to drop a three-star rating on this. I know that's kind of crazy. I know most people say, oh, this is a one-star, half-star movie, yeah. but... I enjoyed it, and maybe because I was watching with Jared, you know, we, we, we like to get together and watch movies, and maybe it's more enjoyable because yeah. of the joking around. We, and stuff. we like to make, make stupid But comments. three stars, yeah. that's what I'm giving it. So I gave Colored Space you three. three. Yeah. I got to go just a tick above. Oh, you're going above 3.25. 3.25. Yeah. Given the point two yeah. five rating. The ending of like Colored Space plus. kind of yeah, Color Out of Space. ruined me on that. Color Out of Space was weird. Yeah. yeah. Not that this wasn't a weird ending, but at yeah. least it fit with the rest of the movie. Yeah. All right. The main guy. Yeah. Anything else? No, I think we pretty much covered it. All right. We're also reviewing Wicker Man 1973 because we decided to go back to back, watch them back to back. We probably should have done 1973 first, but we're rebels. Yes. We're rebels. What can I say? Different outlook. So, so <laughs> we just got done watching 1973 Wicker Man. Far superior movie. I, I still don't dislike the 2006 Wicker Man. I, I thought it was fun. It's funny. Mixes Cage is great in it. But 73 is far superior. So it's essentially, I'll go through a quick plot outline. Edward Woodward, the Equalizer, which we discovered. He was the Equalizer in the 80s TV show. Plays Sergeant Howie, goes to investigate essentially the Nick Cage character. There's not as much setup beforehand, which I think is better, to be honest. I didn't think any of the setup for Nick Cage's character in 2006 mattered. So he goes to investigate a letter that he got from an anonymous person of a missing child on Summer Isle Island. So he goes there, encounters less weird people. These people seem fairly normal at first. They're they're a little weird, maybe. Mostly older men on the island, as opposed to being older women in the 2006 movie. And he proceeds to investigate the island. I thought it was pretty good. What do you think? Yeah, I, it's far superior to yeah. Cage's. But, yeah, it, uh, it, it made a lot more sense with a lot of the, uh, just the, like the, the parade, for example. Yeah. The whole, like, reading that, him going to the library and, you know, reading that, like, what everything means. And it's just not some goofy-looking parade. Yeah. There's it, a meaning behind all It this certainly stuff. sets up all yeah. the plot points before you get there. Yeah, it really, and it, really does it, a good job. Yeah, it covers, covers its bases. Sorry for the noise upstairs there. It covers its bases. It makes sure the plot moves along at a pace that makes sense and it makes sense to the viewer as opposed to the 2006 version, which was just kind of like, let's go here, let's go there, let's go here, let's yeah. go there. And didn't give you any of the background of why these people were being weird. There, there was really nothing hidden in this movie. The How he understood that these people were cultish. He understood they were pagan. He says it outright a few times in the in the matter. He's a Christian. Doesn't ever outright say he's Catholic. I don't know for sure if he's Catholic or Church of England, something to that effect. My, my guess is Church of England because of being from England. 
or Scotland perhaps. But could be Catholic because he's Scottish. If he's Scottish, I don't even know. Was he Scottish? I don't uh-huh. know. It was basically it was it was set in Scotland, like an owl in Scotland. But Christopher Lee plays Lord Summerow. I thought he was a lot better than oh. the Ellen Burstyn character. He's Way. great, and yeah. Christopher Lee's fantastic very, in it. Very just charming. terrific. Yeah, yeah, charming, not weird at all. Just seems like a guy who likes to be what he is. Yeah. And so I mean, Christopher Lee was great. Britt Eklund's in it. Lots of nudity in this one, I will say. Lots of nudity. Uh, Britt Eklund, Bond girl, was in The Man with the Golden Gun, which Christopher Lee was the man with the golden gun in. So she's a Bond girl. But yeah, this one made a lot more sense. Basically, how he gets to investigating. Same kind of, same basic story. You get a couple scenes that are almost identical to the 2006 yeah. Wicker Man, like the schoolhouse scene. Almost identical. But there's also some other things like the Maypole Thanks, that they what yeah. it actually is. Yeah, the Maypole, which is in the background of the school yeah. scene in 2006, they're actually doing it in this Wicker Man. It makes sense. And uh, the May Day festival that they're dealing with, which is, again, also dealt with in uh, Midsummer. Yeah. I'm sure Midsummer got a lot of ideas, probably from this one. I don't think they were probably using 2006 as their basis, but yeah, Midsummer certainly used some ideas from, well, I guess May Day festivals and things like this are standard, but it's certainly figured into this but yeah this one how he investigates ends up kind of in the same way ultimately yeah. ends up in the same way although just the part with the swords i thought they were going to play that out differently yeah yeah the sword part yeah came up it, and it, it was a pretty good build up it was kind of a, a joke yeah it ended up being kind of like a, but it a faux pas it. and uh not a faux pas but a, just a false thing so yeah <sighs> so the wicker man ultimately is a much better movie in its 1973 version than it is in the 2006 version. Yes. I enjoyed 2006. I enjoyed 73 a lot more. It's a more competent film. Yes. It's uh, much more sensical. Makes way more sense. It, it, it feels like an actual movie as opposed to kind of just like jumping from scene to scene, which no ladies were punched. Very disappointing. Yeah. A dude got punched. No ladies punched. But some of the scenes, I was amazed, were kind of beat for beat the same thing. Yeah. Like searching from house to house, mm-hmm. the kid faking Even the, death. the lines that they said. Some of the lines were identical. Yeah, yeah no, I, I, 73 is way better. It's yeah. a way better movie. If you're going to watch one or the other, pick 73. But, because, uh, you know, I, I think I'd go four stars for 73 yeah. out well, of five. Yeah, at least. Yeah, four stars. And um, I, have to, I have to put it above me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Above Mandy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're going to see. I gave Mandy four and a half. I'm going to go four. I did four. Where no, I did four. No, I did four and a half. I did. Yeah. So I, I you know. Yeah, 4.6. Four four. Oh, 4.6. Four yeah, yeah. His skill's complicated. My skill's four and a half or five. It's not going to go. It's not it's a five be, star. It's got to be higher. Than it's got some, yeah, it's got yeah. some problems with it. I don't think it's a perfect movie no. at all. But yeah, it, it, it's enjoyable. It moves along at a quick pace, only an hour and 28 minutes. I think it, it moves at the pace it should move at. It, it's it's well-directed. It's got some nice shots in it. Christopher Lee's fantastic in it, just perfect in it. A young Christopher Lee. Yeah, he was, he, he was very, like, he kind of sided with him a little bit. Yeah, he, he's, he he's charismatic. Him. Yeah, he's charismatic. You he understood understand. him, and yeah, yeah he, he just wasn't a, a weird yeah. bad guy. Yeah, like in the 2006, yeah, Ellen, Ellen Burson's just a weirdo. Yeah. She's just crazy. The whole weird. island is. The whole island the, is. This whole island's like they're normal. 
seems fairly normal. Up until you yeah. know they burn a guy in a wicker yeah, that, guy. You know, it's kind of weird. You know, they're sacrificing people for the harvest. Yeah. I, I did like the line at the end, and spoilers, obviously, where he's saying, "And if your harvest doesn't come in next year, they're going to burn you." Yeah. You know, it's like it's going to come in. He's scared. He obviously doesn't know for sure if this yeah. is going to work. Chris yeah. Lee doesn't know for sure if this is going to work. He just assumes it is because he thinks his gods, the old gods, will save him. He's got these people convinced. Yeah. Cult people. leader. Yeah. He's a cult leader. That's He's a charismatic it. guy. His father and grandfather ran it before him. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I, I definitely recommend you see this one. Yes. It's, it's, it's great. Wait, Four stars from me. I can see how people that are fans of the 73 hate 06. What hate Some of the six, changes yeah. that they've made. Yeah. Like cages. That's her, his daughter. Yeah, no, it didn't. But I really like the work Christian out. pagan. Yeah, the Christian pagan stuff. The, the yeah. I mean, that was. I mean, that was that was a good. It was a good. It was a good thing in '73. I don't know why they. I mean, I guess they substituted the daughter subplot as yeah. opposed to the Christian pagan thing. It didn't really work in 2006 because nobody really cared. It didn't yeah. end up mattering, and there was this weird subplot in 2006. 2006, like I said, it's okay. 73, way better. Check it out. What do you think about the musical parts? In, uh, it's in interesting. It's interesting. Yeah. I mean, it fits more, I guess, with that time period. Musicals were far more popular in that time period. But yeah, some of those guys uh, had some fantastic singing voices for yeah. just being singing out in the air. Yeah, it, it felt like a musical. It does half. feel like a musical <laughs> in, in a little bit of the movie. It's interesting. And yeah. one of the, I mean, one of the musical keys was pretty good. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Very... Interesting. Yeah, you know, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, uh, Brett Eklund can apparently sing pretty well. Yeah, while not wearing clothes. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, I, I would say check it out. Seventy three for sure. I'd say check them both out. Honestly, I think it's worth watching both of them. Any other? Anything else? I think we did this right. I like going back and watching yeah. the seventy three version. It's after. I think so. Yeah, I think it's better watch 2006 first yeah. if you haven't seen 73. You're gonna, I think you're gonna think 2006 is all right, and then you're gonna think 73 is way better. <laughs> yeah, I would have I probably not liked 06 as much if I saw 73. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it definitely would make a difference. Yeah. I think it made sense to watch it this way. Other people may think different, but I think it made yeah. sense. All right, that's it for Basement Movie Room. We'll see you next time. Cheers. Thanks for joining us on the Basement Movie Room podcast. We hope you'll tune in next time and be sure to rate and subscribe.